0: This is the Miscellaneous Podcast with Elena Davies. Elena Davies. Your weekly inspo to just be you with encouragement to ditch the fairy tale facade and embrace your messy but beautiful reality. So get ready to laugh, think, and wonder what's going to come out of her mouth next. And here she is, Elena Davies. I swear to G, I just had my body torn apart and you're still more loving to my dog i'm
1: just trying to get her to sit down so she doesn't pull cords and she literally just walked up under here and just started crawling up from underneath so what's a girl what's a mama grandma gonna do but try to
0: hold the baby just like you you're the same way except for attention. every single time i crawl up into your lap you're like get off me i'm well, trying really, to play candy crush well i really don't
1: but <laughs> okay Whatever. You don't have a tail. You are not a puppy. So it's a little harder to fit you in my lap than it is her. Other than that, I love it when you come try to crawl up in my lap.
0: Not when I work for you. We
1: Every time you wanted to sit in my lap, you sat in my lap. I just didn't let you stay there for as long as you wanted. So you're fine. You're not mistreated. <laughs> <laughs> are you sure? I'm pretty sure. I don't know many other mamas who's... 30 year old daughters crawl up in their laps.
0: Exactly. And that should be the fucking point that most 30 year old daughters don't even want to crawl up into their mommy's lap. So you should, whatever. And so you should be fucking grateful. You should be on your knees praising the Lord every day. Thank you so much for giving me this perfect angel baby that still adores me and wants me to mother her and love her and continue to fulfill my purpose in life, which is being this child's mom. Amen. <laughs> so you agree? Amen. So you agree? That's... I mean, that's like the universal, kind of like the christian universal, like, coming together in confirming. agreement yes. is, is amen. Yes. Yes. Okay, whatever.
1: I love our relationship.
0: <sighs> Me too, most of the time.
1: It was easier when you were like five years old wanting to crawl up into my lap as opposed to 30 years old. But, you know, it's... Same lap, same kid, so. I thought
0: you were going to say it was easier before you could talk. <laughs> Ow, don't make me laugh. Wait, that was my own joke. Ow. <sighs> okay, well, whatever. We're podcasting. Everybody, welcome back to the Miscellaneous Podcast. I am Elena, and I'm high <laughs> on pain pills. <laughs> and. Caffeine. Here with me today is my mom, if that hasn't been obvious enough.
1: Good Couldn- morning. Good morning or afternoon or evening, depending on what time you're listening.
0: That's so accommodating. Thank you. Um, so, as you know, I had surgery. We talked about it a lot. <laughs> Pre- pre-surgery, on the way to surgery. Like some post-surgery. Here we are post-surgery again. <laughs> um, today hurts. So. Well,
1: that's because you went all night long without a pain pill.
0: And yeah. And whose fucking idea was that, Eugenia? Well, you're, we went to sleep and then that was it. So I woke up right on time for that pain pill, by the way. Uh, like literally looked at my phone and I was like, hmm, hmm, how about that? Hmm. You had crackers beside you and you had your pain meds. I know, you. but you told me before bed. Let's try. That you didn't you, you eat. Were, we were like, pressuring me or making me like feel bad about you're making me feel like if I took another pain pill like I wouldn't poop until 2023 so I I was like looking at that pain pill I was like looking at my water looking at that cracker looking at my titty and I was like hmm okay but I think our game plan worked and we'll get into that in a minute yeah let's back up so last week I had surgery on my breast um we all knew this was coming because I did tell y'all Um, that there was like, but we were under the impression, we were told that I had a grade four capsular contracture in my right breast, which is a complication from my first breast reduction surgery. I have a whole last podcast about it if you want to really dive into the details. But basically I had a really technical and uncommon breast reduction procedure because of the type of breast tissue I have and the skin elasticity that I have. Like a traditional breast reduction surgery, especially at the time don't even want to say wasn't the best move. Like they literally said, no, no, we're not doing it. So I saw a doctor who could do this more technical procedure, which liposuctioned out some some of my tissue and replaced a portion of that um, that mass. The I mean support, the, the, I guess. Well, they re- replaced some of the tissue with an implant behind my muscle, as to not have to cut away at my skin. So. Normally when you get a breast reduction, they take out the tissue, but you also have have to remove skin because your skin has been holding in all that extra tissue. You don't have the tissue, then you just have saggy skin hanging down. But they couldn't remove my skin, so they had to replace it to fill the skin back up as to not cut it out with this implant behind the muscle. So my breast tissue in front was still my breast tissue, but I had this basically like support of an implant. Back in
1: 2016.
0: This was back in 2016. We had scar tissue buildup on my right breast then. We knew about it. We thought we fixed it. Then fast forward to 2020 into the year. I'm like, hmm, that's a funky. My right breast was funky. It got funkier. It got hurty. It was misshapen. It was fucked up. Um, the last dude that was boning me honked it and started fucking somebody else. So that goes to show you that obviously <laughs> shit was going down. In the right titty, um, and so, but it kept getting worse, it, and, and it kept getting worse, and like quickly, quickly, like like
1: it was shockingly how quick it changed because you know, like you could physically see it, you could because you would FaceTime me in the mornings when you were waking up and and all, and just showing me, and the difference between the two breasts was significant. You could see,
0: yeah, Big and then change. like days go by, and the difference. Be- again of how my right breast is shifting and changing and getting harder more misshapen the 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 hard part in my breast was like moving around I'm like where the fuck are you off to there's a pandemic like why are you traveling like just stay put mask up and that just wasn't the case and so we I was told it's a grade four capsular contracture I know I mentioned that and I was like thinking okay look how many grades are there like 10 and he was like five I'm pretty sure did we even ever like is it a did we determine that it e- wasn't even a capsular contracture? It technically still was, but also, I think it's, that's what it is. So, I go in for surgery. With a different doctor. Than the, who did my first one. Um, and basically, the plan of attack was to, they're going to get in there and take out all of this scar tissue buildup and then kind like, of... Replace the close, implants. Close the cavity that's in there and then replace my implants This time they were going to have to um, cut my skin because there was no way around it. Do
1: a little more of a lift and Um, a little more of a reduction.
0: But they're putting the implant back in, so I'll still have that support. And then they have this thing now called Galliform. So it's like a permanent um, bra that's like a mesh bra that's sewn into the bottom of my breast. And this is like a game changer thing for people like me who have poor breast tissue and or skin elasticity to support it. And then within like two years, it literally forms like your breast tissue and skin like form together. It just like dissolves into your skin. So it's like, I have this bonus support for a while until it just becomes my titty.
1: Well, I don't, I hadn't heard actually that definition of it, but that's fantastic.
0: Yeah. So we're feeling hopeful that it will go well. We have this extra technology thing. And then um, I'm still very nervous about having scars on my breast. Still very nervous about the procedure and like what it's going to look
1: like and and you, recovery. You were not looking forward to that. No, having, like having done that in 2016, you were kind of anxious about how you were going to feel after surgery for
0: sure. And the rumor around breast reduction surgery is it's like the second most painful plastic surgery you can have. My t- the type of breast reduction surgery I had the first time is like doubly more painful. So I think that's why I was so anxious, too, is because I had already, ex- quote, experienced this pain before. So my body is, like, anticipating it again and just, like, anxious about, it. like, I know how, how bad it was. So I'm like, this is coming for me.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, this recovery has not been near as bad, I would say. Yeah. So that's a relief. But when they went, <laughs> when they went in there to, like, do me up, <laughs> turns out. That inside of my right breast, I did have all this scar tissue buildup and blah, blah, blah. But also, my implant had completely ruptured. And I believe the doctor used the very technical term of, quote, your right boob was a gooey mess.
1: That's accurate. That's exactly how he told me post-surgery when he came out to talk to me. When he said, your implant had ruptured, and he says it, it was a gooey mess cool and then you're
0: they go in to do the left, left one because they gotta like you know make match sure they match um and you know I was going like a little bit smaller so like for sure gotta make sure they match um and he said that the implant in my left breast was in backwards yep what the fuck
1: i looked at him and i said backwards he said yeah he goes actually it's not it doesn't cause a problem but he goes yeah it was in backwards and i said does that mean it was placed backwards did it flip around and he goes yeah he had no idea exactly what had happened obviously but yeah so So, but he wasn't super alarmed by it but he did tell me he seemed pretty alarmed
0: about the right titty
1: yeah he he was surprised i think he expected there to be some rupture to it but not like
0: yeah, in I feel the like
1: complete mess that it was.
0: After talking to him now, it seems like he was telling us that it was this really bad capsular contracture and whatever. But in the back of his mind, he was like, probably going to get in there and there's going to be some other stuff going on. But With he just the didn't, yeah. he didn't like say, because he didn't know for sure and like, sure. why scare us kind of a thing. Probably. Um, but he seemed to be like pretty shocked at what it was. And then when I went in for my post op um, checkup, he showed me what he pulled out of my right boob. In a container with a lid on it.
1: And. I have a video of it. I kind of was wiggling it around to see, just to like, video it. Oh my God. I and took a couple of pictures.
0: I'm getting, like, it's, thinking about that in my body. It's grossing me out so much right now. Okay. I can't talk about it right now, okay. apparently. No. Ew. Inside of me for, like, God knows how long.
1: Well, we don't know how long it has been ruptured, but we feel like that's what's been causing you all the pain and all of this escalating as quickly as it did. Is that it? It yeah. actually um,
0: ruptured. And what I will say is, I feel really fucking validated because I have been saying for like a while since Two this, or three months. Yeah, there's something wrong with me. I'm. This is bad. Like, there's something wrong with me. And I'll like when I really well talk about it and and would. Actually, like open up and talk about it like it made me like really emotional because it's really scary to think that like there's something inside of you that you just like know it's like not okay it's like I, it just was it just was wrong. It's all I could know It's just it's just wrong, it's wrong, it's wrong, and I feel like nobody fucking believed me like, nobody really understood like the severity of the pain I was in and I just feel really validated that like that came out of me and proof and proof that like You knew something was wrong. That I knew something was like really fucked up and that you know the doctor surgeon is like, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Like that's really, 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 really painful.
1: Well, it did become obvious as it started changing shape that something was wrong. And it yeah, it, it actually because of that, um, it fully replaced the um plan that you had in place originally to have your hip surgery done. And we discussed this, you and I, that the hip's just going to have to wait. We need to go find out what's going on. And at that point, you reached out to original surgeon and went to second opinion surgeon and got got it started. And I'll tell you, you have to look back on things sometimes and go, you know, here's me. This is just me. God is in control and he knew what was coming. And um, when you got to... Um, second uh, surgeon and discovered what was going on, and he had an uh, got you scheduled for an appointment, but we actually got it moved up a one full
0: week, which was kind of annoying to me at the time because I was planning on it to be later, thinking I would have this time to prepare and get more work done, get more work done, and then all and then it was like I couldn't do it then; I had to do it this other time,
1: and it was going to be late in the day, and we were like, going, Lordy, this is not this is going to be a challenge, but we just went with it and man, hindsight, knowing,
0: you know, and I mean, all of it is still frustrating. Like, don't get me wrong. Like I paid out of pocket to have this more technical reduction done as to avoid the scarring, protect like the aesthetic of my breast. Um, hopefully never have to touch my nipples. So I wouldn't even have to, Risk not being able to breastfeed, like there was a lot of reasons why I went with this original type of of and, surgery, and, and it, it was pretty. I mean, I gotta say that
1: those, you know, he did a good job. What oh, happened? my breasts were fucking it, they 10, were, out of 10 God, yeah. and, like and, you know, sexy as hell, and the world loved it apparently because there's, you know, pictures of there's your breasts.
0: Many, many men out masturbating to my breasts from
1: your big brother um, live feeds. Yeah. accidental capture of your perky, pretty breasts, but okay. whatever, so, you know, weird
0: sound by let's hold on to that. <laughs> um, anyway. And so yes. then to have like this happen. So, and I knew like, you know, when you get uh, implants or you have any type of surgery, especially on your breasts, like, you know that there is a chance that something could go wrong. You're going to have to get it redone or fixed or touched up, or I would get pregnant later and I would, my breasts would grow back. Like the, these are all very, likely but it was like 10 to 15 years down the road not like five years down the road before i even find a man to like you know get me married and pregnant or whatever so to again have to pay out of pocket again and then now i'm you know have some of these concerns with the scars and my like don't know about my nipples now because they took them off my body and then put them back on the other day um but i'm glad that it's fixed um I'm glad that fucking gross, nasty ass ruptured implant is out of me. He, he's, I, I was thinking that maybe like my scar tissue kind of contracting and moving around had squeezed it and popped it. He, he doesn't seem like that's a reasonable thing. He keeps asking me if like I've experienced some kind of trauma,
1: car accident or fall or something.
0: Um, but it needed, like, he's implying that it kind of needed to be like an intense traumatic something like a very, or it could have been a, just a defective implant. We don't know. I mean, there's just the way he made it sound is like how ruptured it was. He was like, what, like, what have you been through?
1: Yeah. And nothing that we could um, come up with, but
0: regardless it's done and out. And
1: I am, I'll tell you, I told him he was my hero. I was just, he was, he fixed it. And that's, that's what we needed. Yeah. He's a good doctor. He mm-hmm. is a real good surgeon. So, anybody yes. reaches out and wants to know anything about him, you they can DM and you, you can. Oh, is that right? Isn't that how you're going to handle that? <laughs> I guess. I guess I am. Well, if somebody's looking for a surgeon and wants to find find out who you use,
0: <laughs> okay, edit it out if you don't want it <laughs> in. I don't know what to tell you. It's just funny because, like, pay me. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I'm just kidding, kind of. <laughs> um, you're just like offering it. <laughs> I'm just kidding. If you want to fucking know, I'll tell you, I guess. Um, anyways, so that happened. My mom's been here taking care of me. The, the day after surgery was an exciting day.
1: You did pretty good the day after, I have to say. I oh, was, I was crushing it. I was real.
0: I was like, surprised. do I even need you here? <laughs> just I mean, kidding. Yeah, fully did. did. Cause I couldn't pull my panties down by myself. Yeah. But I was, um. Moving. Moving, which is good. Um, my house cleaner, Cass, was supposed to come during surgery and uh, you know, just clean up the house. And we had put the sheets in the washer because I needed to have fresh sheets to sleep on that night. Um, but something had come up and she wasn't able to. So mom came home and put my sheets on. Everybody, calm down, it's fine. But uh, she went ahead and came the next morning. So day after surgery that morning, and uh, we love her and you know. We just kind of, she just worked around me and I moved around to accommodate her. And uh, then towards the end, (laughs) she came in and she had locked her keys in her car.
1: Not in her car. In her trunk. In her trunk.
0: And so she was like, I don't know what to do. And mom mentioned that in the past, something that you know that sometimes the fire department will come out, especially if you have like a kid in the car, like if you like accidentally lock your like animal in the car, they'll come out and just like pop the door open for you. Yeah.
1: With their fancy tool that goes down the window and they can just hit the door unlock button and boom, they're in.
0: Mm -hmm. And so my friend Ricky, Ricky Wrong, Um, I've mentioned him on the podcast before. He is a Fort Worth uh, firefighter. He doesn't work at my station, but nearby. And so I just called him and I was like, hey, (laughs) what's the deal? Can you like help me like do you know will they will my fire department come like do I call 911 he was like let me just call in a favor I'll call the lieutenant at your fire department within two minutes of getting off the phone with Ricky the fire department is at my house in
1: a fire in a truck. fire truck
0: five firemen and so i holler at Eugenia to let me wobble outside to say hello and thank you for coming um within two seconds they're fucking in the car and so i was like oh god i gotta get out there and say thanks and whatever it wasn't that simple her there was n- nothing about the a 2015 Mazda C- CX3 is going to be interesting to you guys but long story short it was locked in the trunk they couldn't get in there her the buttons trunk, weren't working yeah, the
1: trunk release wasn't working they were having to pull the back seat back seat all out of the car to get to some kind of a release in the trunk from the back inside the back seat
0: yeah, it was it, was, an it was a thing. So they were there for like 30 minutes. And here's Elena outside. And and I'm thinking I'm just going to be out there for a second. Say thank you. Go back. Get on my little bed. But I'm in my my uncle boy's pearl snap button down shirt. Uh, oh, hunched over with a neck brace, with a neck brace, holding my titties, just like waddling around. And there's a fire truck outside my house. Now, one neighbor across the street knew I'd had surgery because I. Want, like wanted to let them know um, just in case it's nice to have like neighbors on your side. So then they're immediately thinking like, Elena had surgery yesterday, like some shit's going down the fire trucks outside your house. Well, then all the rest of my neighbors are like, what the fuck's going on? So all of my neighbors are now. <laughs>
1: neighborhood party. Neighborhood party. Out in the street.
0: Out in the street with fire firefighters and
1: me. And Elena's just traipsing across the street. Well, I say traipsing. She's waddling across the street and And visiting and, and then she comes back and somebody else is out. So she goes over and kind of tells them the story and And they're looking at her and she's like going, yeah, I just had surgery. And I'm sitting there thinking, they think she's just had neck surgery. Yeah.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Because I I keep forgetting about the neck brace. The neck brace like looks so fucking dramatic, but like, it's really just because I have a pulled muscle and a pinched nerve and... My neck and upper back are just a very weak, and I'm, I have, have even less mobility after surgery. So I just need the support. It's like a relief and support. It's, it keeps your head up instead of hunching down. Yeah. It, it so, makes that nerve hurt more. Yeah. So it's, it looks dramatic, but it's literally just for my own comfort and support right now. And I forget that I have it on. And so I'm just like, oh, yeah, I just had surgery, blah, blah, blah. And they're like looking at me like, the fuck, like, are you in it? Like were you in a car accident? Like is your spine okay? Like, congratulations for being able to walk. Like, all I shouldn't I'm like, yeah, it was just like my titty. I mean, like it was serious, but like and then I have to explain the neck brace. So that was the thing. We that's funny though. Yeah, we finally got them taken care of, and I I bought the fire department um some some pizzas as a thank you. Uh (laughs) and then and then I think what happened was that day there was still a little bit of like the morphine and the the like anesthesia and stuff kind of floating around my body because fucking friday the next day fuck me up that was when we went in for my post-op and that was that was a rough day
1: you got nauseous again just Mm from pain
0: oh i forgot to complain about that this is the first time day of surgery the first time i've ever had i don't know if it was from pain or if it was from anesthesia i don't want to believe that it was from the anesthesia because i've literally never had an issue with anesthesia in the past being nauseous i feel like you have you normally do i do
1: i don't tolerate it well can i
0: tell you how fucking miserable it is to throw up post-surgery you had
1: obviously nothing in your tummy but um had been drinking uh your flavored water and um i had just give she, she has to take um a little snack or something with her pain pill and she had just had two or three little crackers and drank you know enough of the water down and swallow two of these pills, and within two minutes, it came back up. Now, granted, not a lot, and it was in a little barf bag that they sent home with us from the um, surgery center, and I just, I, I kind of panicked because I thought, oh, Lordy, up come the pills. Do I, <laughs> do I fish them out, wash them off, f- put them back down or throat? I didn't know, you know?
0: So here's Eugenia holding the... <laughs> the hospital barf bag with my vomit at the bottom and she's just like feeling on the outside of it for
1: it's just liquid inside and you could tell but i knew i it, i should be able to at least see them and if i couldn't see them you know cuz the bag's you know not like translucent but um i was just feeling around cuz i knew those pills couldn't have been in there long enough to dissolve cuz they're like tablets that's not even um
0: um what am i trying to say like a i don't know what you're trying to say doesn't matter anyway the pills weren't in there the so i don't know what there. kind of magic esophagus i have but they i
1: had gone all the way down to your tummy you think I, oh they had to have or they would have been close enough to come back up you didn't you you didn't actually vomit that much but
0: it still um, is fucking miserable to be like oh, yeah. day of surgery a few hours later and i was dry night. heaving. yeah that <laughs> night Dry heaving and then finally actually b- barfing, like not cute. I hope nobody's listening to this over breakfast. Yeah. Well, anyway,
1: um, and, it, and it hurts to cough or to, you know, hiccups. I guess we could. T- <laughs> man, she
0: got the case of the hiccups. Hiccup, that yeah, it that's was terrible. Friday. I had hiccups probably four times too. And she was really holding her
1: breath with every hiccup that was coming out, God, looking hurt. at me with these eyes like, "God, mom, make it stop."
0: I'm miserable, and get, then they would finally go away, and then here they fucking come again. Um, so needless to say the stereo show that week, um, this last one was the interesting.
1: Uh the well they told the doctor told you that day two post surgery was the worst day.
0: Yeah. And that was and the that day was the of day of my stereo, stereo show. show. <laughs> but I think it ended up being still kind of funny. I normally feel the best in that like afternoon, evening. So I was I was actually feeling okay during the show. Um and if you guys haven't fucking followed me on Stereo yet, what are you doing? Stereo.com slash Elena Davies. It's um, a live social conversation app. So you can literally every time I get on, you'll get notified and you can be a part of the show. It's like a little miscellaneous after party every week. So McKenna came on with me this week. She's my co-host. But uh, and we did some like surgery update stuff. And just I mean, it's it's a cool app. So you can actually if you're listening you can join the conversation and like ask a question or you know share a commentary or have an opinion about something and like actually get involved so it's cool to be able to hear from y'all um so we had we had a pretty good time on it uh, regardless
1: I was worried to be honest that you weren't going to feel up to it energy wise or maybe being in pain but um I had actually gone home by then and because Blair was here and McKenna was here and um so I did. I got on and listened, and and you sounded really good. You sounded like you were. Well, it's 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 kind of a distraction for you too. It gave me yeah, something nice to think about. And, I
0: wasn't and, really feeling great that day, and then I was bummed that that was my hardest day, you know. And then I was like, well, this is when I was going to do my show. But then it kind of, it kind of was nice because it was a, a fun distraction, yeah, um, from my my reality, and and my pain to get to. Yeah, y'all had a good show. It chat with everyone, all my friends. Um, yes. But. Anyways, it's been, it's, it hasn't been a terrible, a terrible recovery. I've gotten so much attention, which like we all know that I fucking love.
1: Well, I think Friday was the day that um, I, you were hurting. So you, you stayed in, in the bedroom most of the day and didn't get out to the living room till later on. But I, I would look up and I would see a car pull up and stop and up, up to the door <laughs> they would come. And uh, here comes a delivery of Tiff's Treats. And then probably about forty five minutes later, <laughs> up comes another car. It might have been the same guy.
0: I feel it like was. it was like the same guy I every think, single time well, from Tiff Treats.
1: It was two times I think. And so up comes another Tiff Treats. And then, sure enough, a little later, up comes Tiff Treats again. You know what? That might have been Thursday. The Tiff's Treats came on Thursday.
0: Well, I I mean, just from Thursday on, I've had flowers, cookies, candles, milkshakes, treats. Thursday and Friday, I
1: was hopping up and down, uh, answering the door. So anyways, sure.
0: my house is beautiful. It is. Covered in flat. It's beautiful. In
1: every room. And oh, they're beautiful.
0: Makes me so happy.
1: It was sweet. Very um, sweet.
0: And, you know, obviously. And then
1: Blair came over and she made, made me soup. Vegetable
0: soup. Homemade vegetable homemade, soup. And my mommy made me homemade potato soup, which is what she always makes when I'm like Recovering from surgery or recovering from being sick. And homemade potato soup was my favorite. You made it a little different this time. It was I did. I... so yummy. That's like been the main thing I've eaten. It was. I've eaten fucking bananas. Like like I'm never going to be able to eat a banana again.
1: Well, we wanted something quick and easy just so you could take a pain pill.
0: Yeah. And bananas, crackers, and potato soup. Mm-hmm. That got us through the first few days. That's for sure. Um, <laughs> and then what? Was Saturday the 13th? so sad so, yes so the the day that B- Blair was in charge of me
1: I came I came back over but I, I was gone until during like, the day yeah, yeah I came back over maybe about five
0: mm-hmm. I'm just so happy so i was <laughs> sitting on the couch and you see like somebody walking up you know to to the door I love to have my windows open and like my my big door open so it's just the screen door and Blair's like Somebody's somebody's walking up. Are you expecting somebody or like a delivery? And I was like, no, I'm just, I'm just really popular right now. And she's like, it looks like a like a really cute girl like, walking up with like, like, like a cake or something, like a big and I was like, what? Turns the fuck out. That motherfucking chilies. Chilies. Send me a cake. Like like the social media person from so local social media person for chilies, which I think Chili is like uh HQ is Dallas. I'm pretty sure um fucking brought me a fucking Chili's cake. Chili's birthday cake. Birthday cake because Chili's birthday is March 13th. On March 13th every single year they do $3.13 um margaritas. And so they brought me fucking a birthday cake for Chili's. Oh my gosh. And i had already gotten cuz like Chili sends me like little packages, like PR packages pretty regularly. So I'd already gotten like their birthday PR package with like the president's hey, Margarita shakers and like balloons and like the 313 balloons and like all the fun stuff. <sighs> but oh my God, cake. And it was like a good, like it was like a good fancy cake.
1: Oh, like, yeah, it's like the, the fondant uh, icing on it and decorated and had candy and oh, it was cute, cute, cute.
0: So cute. But the, even like the inside of the cake, like it was like a, like a, really well done cake oh it's delicious so anyways um i struggled a little bit that afternoon and i i had blair put me up in bed (laughs) but uh when i got when i got out of bed later she had set up a chili's birthday party for me so she blew up the balloons and set up the presidente margarita shakers and i was like throw all my hydrocodones in that and um (laughs) And then set up my cake for me, and it took 20 minutes, but we put me in one of my Chili's sweatshirts. <laughs> put your
1: little party hat
0: on. <laughs> my Chili's party hat. I was really debating between my Chili's chili pepper hat and my Chili's um, baby party hat. Uh, maybe I should send that to, to Mark now that I'm done with it. He can use it for his OnlyFans. Sure. Good, put, good put it on hand. top of his dick.
1: Yeah,
0: that's, that's a, a Tiny thought. little party hat. Um. <laughs> But we went with a party hat because I just felt like, like, I mean, there's just like, it's a birthday. It's a birthday. So you were a fucking birthday party hat.
1: And you had your little blower. Oh, yeah. My blower.
0: Blow. Ooh, yeah. Which, by the way, hurt pretty bad to blow. Yeah. So that was really cool and fun. I yeah. love chilies so oh, much. Oh And I videoed it. Yeah, you did. You did great. Mom I showed know. up for her shift. And so um, she videoed. But that just reminded me too, a couple of days before surgery, which la- the weekend before surgery was honestly fucking terrible because my back and neck were so bad, and my titty was so bad, and I was also so alone. Like everybody that loved me was gone out of town, so I just laid in bed for days, like sobbing, um, not to feel sorry for my own self, but also to definitely feel sorry for my own self. But my friend Taylor Abbott, uh, bef- the night before surgery, or maybe two nights before, uh, they don't even live here. They live. Like, it doesn't matter. I'm not going to tell you where they live. Um, (laughs) Postmated me or door dashed me chilies. A bunch of chilies. A bunch of chilies. And so uh, I had already been eaten on my chilies. And I just, uh, uh, I just so love. I have the wonderful, 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 wonderful friends. Well, it's clear that chili loves, chilies loves you also. Yeah. As much as you love them. um, Whenever the girl was here and I was like, are you guys doing this for like everybody or like, like what's the deal? Cause why are we whispering? I don't know. I just, I don't want to like give away chili is like, like secrets. They're behind but the I, scenes plans. Yeah. But I did. I, I like, I asked her to poke her head in cause I was on the couch and I was like, Hey, I wanted to, she was like, yeah, come out and say hi. And I was like, sorry girl. I'm on the couch. She was like, Oh yeah, we follow you on social media. How's your surgery? Um, But I was like, did y'all like, did y'all do this for everybody? And she was like, No. I think they only did Chili's birthday stuff for like 10 of their influence.
1: I love it. And I made the cut. Yes, you did. You were probably top of the list in my opinion.
0: I don't know, but I want to believe that. It just made me so happy. Um, but yeah, I've just been, I've. it's been tough, but I've been. I felt like really, really loved. and but that was fun. Th- those and I've had some fun, yeah, like yeah, I've had these like help. fun distractions. Obviously, I couldn't enjoy a Chili's President's Hey Margarita for $3.13. But, but others did. Others did. And, yeah, it was, it was good and fun. And um, then the biggest issue like, we've been experiencing really since then is just like if my butt will poop. Lordy.
1: I, it, it just was dra- coming on and coming on in more days and more days. And I, I'll tell you, I, I prayed over it last night. I said, Lord, please help her poop it's got to be painful and uncomfortable. I'll I say did. this. i literally prayed for it.
0: Um, I don't find that weird or strange at all. I think that's like spot on. Um, well, it was when I weird. had hip surgery a couple years ago in 2018. I um, I want to say I didn't poop for like a solid like it was like it was like a seven full day situation. You were,
1: you were real close to it.
0: Um, I forced
1: you to eat prunes then, and you hated it. And yeah,
0: and but I I don't remember a lot about that experience as it pertains to my poop necessarily or like when you made me eat prunes or anything about it what i remember was like about a week after i want to say it was about a week after surgery i was i got up at like three or four in the morning to go to the bathroom and my stomach was fucked like i i was i called you in the middle of the night sobbing i i thought for certain that like my appendix was rupturing or like my spleen had f- fallen down, tripped. I don't know. I was 100% convinced that like something, some kind of like my small intestine got tangled up. I didn't know. But like Lots it was of knots in there. Like some like not ha- having anything to do with poop or digestion. Like I thought something was fucking wrong. I'm calling my mom and I'm like, you're going to have to. I'm going to have to call 911 mark's gonna have to take me to the emergency room you need to start getting out of bed and like heading this direction to the hospital because there's like i'm gonna have to go into surgery soon and i'm like thinking what the fuck like how does this happen like i just got out of hip surgery and now i'm gonna have to have my appendix removed like what how did like how does this happen and my mom was like nah sis you just need a shit (laughs) and i was like okay i love that you are So informed about my bowels that like you think that that I need like I'm telling you something is wrong and she's like yeah you haven't pooped and I'm like no I need I need to go to the hospital I need to have surgery okay but what's in I correct a hundred percent I sure was yes so Sometimes, sometimes moms do know stuff no moms know like a ton of stuff for sure yeah um moms are the best thing in the world um so I for sure did need to poop and once I pooped I was fine I don't remember how we got me to poop I believe I just like doubled down on some laxatives and.
1: I'm pretty sure I got you date prunes that time, but you sure weren't up for it this time.
0: Um, I've done everything else I could think of to. Uh, every thinking. day I've been on hot coffee, Miralax and hot coffee in the morning. Um, Lots of water. Lord, this girl has drank the water. So, so much water. Good. You got to have that. And then let's see. Yesterday we were just we were determined. Yesterday it was like, this is the day for poop. I'm going to poop it out. Poop, poop, poop. Got close. And I did laxative, or I did Miralax um, with my coffee. I did another hot coffee. Then I had half a dose of an extra strength laxative. Then I had apple juice. Then I took my other.
1: You had the uh, breakfast croissant that had a sausage patty on it. Sometimes greasy things like that will help as well. Mm -hmm. Sure. And
0: then I. um, Another
1: cup of coffee. Had
0: another cup of hot coffee. And then I had my other extra strength laxative later in the day and my colon was just like straight up on ignore like where i'm like hey hey colon Ooh. and my colon's like what new phone who this? <laughs> because no it wasn't ready it was not ready
1: and so then i started threatening her with um an enema
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: she was looking at me like you are insane so, yeah i wasn't looking forward to that part of it either if we had to but No, there's suppositories that you can use.
0: The number of times that the the word enema and the word suppository have come up on this podcast in the last two years is honestly shocking. Oh. And also the fact that I still don't fully understand the difference between the two. And like what, like, is a suppository like a pill you put in?
1: Yeah, it's like a gel. It's usually kind of long and it's gel-like and, you know, really soft. Kind of a... Luby? Yeah. Yeah, actually. And you just push it up in there and... Keep it all squeezed in so it can do whatever it does. The enema. The is enema is
0: like, it looks like a douche. A it water. looks like a, yeah. Something like a turkey baster thing. I, I Googled it yesterday. Like something you like, it's got like a ball on the end and you put like water in it and then you stick it up your asshole and then squeeze the water up and it's like a douche. You're yeah. douching your asshole.
1: Kind of. You're just inserting water. So in now it. I understand the
0: difference. I just had to Google it yesterday. Yeah. And really pay attention. Um, but the good news, I pooped this morning. Woohoo! I woke up this morning and I was like, did I really not get up and have explosive diarrhea? And then I like come the fuck on. Yeah. Two extra thing extra strength laxatives. And I didn't poop.
1: Well, it, it does say that it takes, you know, it's an overnight thing. So, it actually worked the way the box said. It's
0: Except for like, I took I mean, like, what what do you mean overnight? It, it can only overnight. Yeah, but the fuck if you take it in the morning, you have to wait till the next night. The next
1: morning, basically, is what they're saying. That it works within...
0: Within 24 hours. Yeah, something like that. Okay, yeah. whatever. Anyways, I pooped. Yay. Thank God. I mean, I could probably still do that 10 more times. A little, yeah. <laughs> Let's hope you tend to
1: it all. Now, you'll just feel that much better. But I will say that we did start trying yesterday to uh, reduce her pain meds from two pills down to one two reasons one let's start working on feeling better without as much assistance number two quit the drugs that's actually contributing greatly to the constipation and so she went yesterday all yesterday afternoon and into the night on just one pill instead of two um and then we put her to bed and she did wake up i didn't but um she'd gone to bed on the one pill and so when she got up this morning she really was hurting so
0: I'm hurting. I'm going to be honest with hurting. you guys.
1: I'm hurting really, really bad today.
0: So I gave and her I'm two. trying to I gave be, her two
1: this morning. Just like, to kick and get ahead of the pain again. But I want her to go back to just one pill the rest of the day. And let's get to where we don't
0: need those pills anymore. Yeah. I'm trying to be all like excited and peppy and blee, boo, blah. But today, today hurts pretty bad.
1: But um, surgery was successful. And, and the only other thing. That- <laughs> and we've seen your boobies.
0: Yes, we did see my boobs.
1: They unwrapped everything, and we got to see them.
0: And They're pretty sexy. I don't get to see my nipples yet. I get to see my nipples on Wednesday. Um, they got
1: Steri-Strips around her still. Um, and
0: I asked I asked for stars. And so...
1: I, yeah, you wanted him to shape your nipples like stars.
0: stars. Stars or hearts. I asked for stars or hearts. Stars seemed harder. I asked for stars or hearts. Um,
1: I figured hearts would be good for sweetheart.
0: Yeah, that's yeah. weird that that's my grandma's name in here. But I mean,
1: whatever. Just have normal nipples. I guess That's you can be like the rest of us.
0: Yeah. So anyways, we'll find out on um, this coming Wednesday what kind of nipples I had. The only other thing I wanted to complain about while we're all here is my mouth. Because during surgery, I guess the breathing tube or whatever that went down my throat, like fish hooked me for four and a half hours during surgery and just irritated and rubbed and whatever up against my the right side of my mouth, my lips. Inside
1: is blistered up.
0: Pretty, pretty, pretty bad.
1: Like there's like three re- or four of them. Really bad. A couple of them are big. Huge.
0: And so that's been just like, like, really, like, come the fuck on. <laughs> like, I have to feel all this stuff. My back and neck still fucking hurt. Like, titties are out here doing the most. I can't shit. And now I have to have nine ulcers in my mouth, too. Like, Jesus. So kind of like one thing. After another over here. But all that stuff's now behind you. Like, well, it's not behind me. It's 100% still here in my reality. But each
1: day's an improvement. A improvement. little bit, except for this morning doesn't feel like an improvement at
0: all. I've cried like four times. Um, but
1: you powered through.
0: Yeah, because I have to because I need to talk to my friends on my podcast. I know.
1: You did a good job too. Yeah. And I have to go to work. I, I know.
0: And I need, I need to, to get there, get a new ice pack and get in bed. But, um, Long story short, I'm fine. <laughs> and uh I find out Wednesday what what shape my nipples are and get the the update of again of how I'll be recovering and stuff. And um Wednesdays also are conveniently when I do my stereo shows. Well, I so I'm gonna ask you if you're gonna have another stereo recap this week. Yeah. So I'm going <laughs> live on stereo again this week on Wednesday um night at 7 p.m. Central Time. Um, maybe I'll just do the big nipple reveal on on stereo. Uh, Ooh, there's a little, I mean, obviously, promo. you guys can't see my nipples due to the fact that this is a podcast and you know, stereo is an audio only platform. Um, but we can find out if I have heart stars or circles or ovals. I had oval nipples before, I, I need that to be clear and open. I had more of like an oval shaped nipple. So, and I know my nipples are a different shape now. That's all I know. Um, but yeah, y'all go ahead and download stereo. Like I said, it's a the live social conversation app. so you can be my co-host if you want to. You can join the conversation by asking questions, commenting, whatever, or you can just simply hang out and listen to us chat. All you have to do is go to stereo.com slash Elena Davies. The link will also be in uh, the show notes for this podcast, so you can find it there as well. Um, And I want to play a little bit of this last week's show just for those of you who didn't get to tune in or haven't been able to join Stereo yet, which, like, what's your fucking excuse? Why? Why haven't you been able to join? That seems silly. There's no reason that you can't. Uh, But so that you guys can, like, (laughs) just get a little understanding of what the vibe is over on Stereo. We have a lot of fun over there. It is fun. It's a little miscellaneous after party. But, like, would you fuck me? No, because I don't like women. Okay, well... But like if you were a dude and you caught my geriatric vibe, like still kind of sexy though, right? Like it wasn't like all bad. Yeah, no, it wasn't all like, bad at all. Uh-uh. Like some no. other geriatric home. Your shirt was like very uh, accessible because you, know, you could just unbutton it, so that you had that going for you, and your pants were were easy to remove. So, anyways. Download stereo, follow me, you'll get notified every time I go live, and you can come hang out there and, and chat with me, like, actually get to talk back with me. And Eugenia normally joins the stereo show. So, you know, yeah, bonus.
1: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: the, well, where's the clapping cheer? Oh, sorry, so. my bad. Hang come on. on. Thank, Thank you. Eugenia, woo! Hey. <sighs> all right. Well, anyways, I just am so grateful for all of you guys loving me and being patient with me during this time that I'm going through some health struggles, and all the like love and attention and support and kindness and prayers and well wishes. Um, it means the world to me. And, uh, yeah, you, you are loved. I'm so loved. I'm I grateful yeah, for I it too. So too. Anyways. Okay. Thanks for taking care of me, mommy. You've done a really her. wonderful job. Well, thank you. Yeah. Okay.
1: I love my baby.
0: <laughs> As well. You should.
1: As well. You should.
0: I love you too, mommy. Thank you. And I love you guys. I love my podcast BBs. I love them so much. I love y'all. <laughs> okay, bye. Oh, th- that's it? You're done? <clears throat> okay. <clears throat> if you like what you heard, don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. Elena loves to connect, so make sure to follow along on Instagram and feel free to DM her anytime. We'll see you next week on the Miscellaneous Podcast.